Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from December the 16th, 1989. We're coming off the heels of our Starcade reviews, part one and two. Hopefully, you've listened to those by now. I am sitting here with Doc and not Hard Body Hopper. He seems to be running late, but that's normal at this time. So, I'll throw it to Doc. Doc, how you doing, man? Man, I'm just out there on my grind. You know what I mean? I agree, dog. You ever hear anybody say that? Say that? Not anymore. The, oh, not anymore. I was. I mean, say, that's that like something like you bro version of "Live, Laugh, and Love" or something. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an old one, man. You know, people ain't saying that no more. Oh, okay. Are you connected to know this kind of thing? I just don't hear people saying, uh, "I'm out here grinding." Uh, that just seems like an an old saying. Yeah, but. You're in the community. By the time we get we get wind of it over in the suburbs and then try to steal it and co-opt it, it takes a while. That's true. But that was like 15 years ago, Doc. I mean, think how, you know, rock and roll was around years before rock and roll was invented by white people. That's very true. They're very true. Yeah. Well, somebody you know, nobody mad. really Somebody got mad a few you. years ago when you said that. Did I lose you? Oh, I'm back. I'm here. Okay. Somebody got mad at my you. Ethernet, ago. My Ethernet cord fell out like a limp, drunk dick falling out. I can't get it in. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, we, we're both excited, right? Tomorrow night's the, the big NFL draft where I get to watch my team make wrong choices and severely hamstring our future. And I heard that the guy that was selected for your team in a mock draft can't even be there because he just got the virus i have no clue what you're talking about because the draft hasn't taken place yet as of us recording this mock drafts dude i've got them all lined up all over the house you're wasting your time with that hanging on the walls and stuff the last thing i get excited about is mock drafts and the last thing i get excited about is just nonsense like that it just people get way too excited for the draft okay well how are you doing otherwise I'm doing great. I'm uh, living the dream, brother, and and just you know doing my thing over here and having fun and cutting podcasts. I want I want to I want to mention something. You and I just did a a Patreon show where we discussed the Stone Cold Steve Austin biography on A and E, and we also discussed the uh, Mick Foley hidden treasures or whatever it's called or episode on A and E as well. So if you're not a patron out there, 
lots of good stuff up there on the Patreon side besides uh, besides the normal world-class shows and whatnot. So anyway, Doc and I did a, a very, very nice episode on it. I thought it went really well. So there's a teaser, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. But I'm doing great, well, Doc. Well, when you're when you are a part of the uh the hottest wrestling podcast in the land, it's uh it's tough not to be doing well, right? I totally agree. So become a patron just like all the other patrons out there. As I'm talking about the patrons, shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Jeremy Priest, Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous patronage each and every month. And then uh, I I missed a couple of patrons last week, so I need to mention them here. Uh, a couple of new patrons and then a uh, bump up as well. New patron Brian Hurt. New patron Gary Bacon. New patron Baby Gamer. I think that's what it said on Patreon. New patron. Oh, I'm sorry, not new patron. Existing patron, someone who bumped up, Tim Keeler. Thank you, Tim. And all that good stuff. Doc, one other thing, as we're talking about the Patreon stuff. Uh, did you see a couple of weeks ago what I posted on Twitter and Facebook? I posted the Tammy Fitch promo, her very first promo in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Uh, was oh, 28 did, years uh, ago. Our good, our good and close personal friend Jim Cornette responded to it, right? Uh, he said it was one take and it was not in front of the live crowd because they knew it was her first. It was her first. Wow. That then the answer right. to your question is yes. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. It was good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, Tammy was very young. Uh, I saw some news today. I think Tammy got arrested again. I don't know if it's true, mm. but I'm serious. I, I'm not trying to start rumors. I thought I saw something online about it. It's very, very you sad might, situation. You'd be more. You'd cause more shock and surprise if you came on here and said, "News update: Tammy didn't get arrested today." I know. That's sad. I. I she needs to get her life together. You know, we tried to hook her up with Harper, and that that could really turn around a female's life, you know? Uh, Harper's occupied now, so I don't know if that's going to be happening. Anytime. That was back in the day. Well, yeah, I mean, but now he's, you know, he's occupied. He's, he's right. locked down. Unless we could work out Missy. Now, if we can get... Now, Missy seems to have her stuff in order, so if we could do that, we'd be on to something. But again, shout out to all the new patrons. Shout out to the existing patrons. Again, there's a bunch of new stuff. Doc and I did a pre-show even last week. So we've we've dropped a bunch of Patreon shows in April. I mean, we didn't have like a Clash or a WCW pay-per-view, but we dropped a bunch of additional shows as well. Uh, I think we did a pre-show almost every single week in April. So there's that. TinyURL.com slash BTT. You get access to all of that stuff. Over 300 additional shows up on our Patreon feed. And we appreciate any support you can give because it helps keep the show going. That way Sasha doesn't bash my head in and says, you're just in there wasting time all the time. So anyway. All right, Doc, uh, you said you've got a couple of things. So while we're waiting on uh, Mr. Paperwork and the superstar who, you know, he's taking a dump or doing whatever, what you got? We do have a five-star review here. And I think we've read this, some of it before, but... It showed up in the feed, so we're going to read it again. This is from Tony Montana, 42. It says, book it. And I think, you know, I think this this is a, a really nice five-star review that speaks, you know, with the voice of all of the Army out there. So I'm going to read this here. It says, book it. I originally wrote this review just as the pandemic was taking hold, but it's now April 2021, and I feel it's necessary to follow up and say that this podcast is still amazing increasingly so and you can have your pc watered down walking on eggshells podcast sure they have their purpose but this podcast is where you can be yourself like talking with friends over drinks 
give me booking the territory all day, every day. If you love old school wrestling, good times, and life, in any book, and therefore is your podcast. Then there's this whole other part that I think might be the old review, but I'm going to keep reading. I could say a lot about BTT and how awesome these podcasts are, but I'm a huge wrestling fan. I've listened to various podcasts over the years, but in 2018, I started listening mostly to Jim Cornette's podcasts. It was through he and Brian that in 2019, I discovered BTT, and again in 2020. You've helped me out a lot during these tough times. These guys are funny and make no bones about the fact that they love smack talk, good times, and the classic territory days. Also, they feel like someone you could party with. That's true. Unless you're Mr. White Lightning or a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Keep up all keep up the good work. Well, that's 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 very kind of you, Tony. Tony's a good guy. He emails me frequently and he's a great supporter of ours. Been a patron for probably close to a year now. Appreciative of his kind words. And Man, you don't you... know how hard it's been for us to drag you pathetic pieces of trash through this pandemic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You gotta just go heal at at that point, right? You're you think the man. Well, I need to I need to for my next little bit of news here. All right, what's your next bit of news? Well, do you know on Twitter who the mask assassin Mud Show Champ is? At Mud Show Champ. No idea. Okay. Well, this prick responded to one of Fritz's my my good buddy Fritz tweets and said i'd like to see you slap the shit out of that alcoholic smart ass frat boy doc turner he talks a tough game but hit him once in his vagina and he's out cold <laughs> first of all i've never set foot in a in a frat house not once not once never not once never had a vagina and once again, this guy seems like Darren's tag team partner. Maybe we could get them in a tag team match against me and Harper and see what happens. Yeah. So fuck that. So fuck that guy. Maybe and Darren, Maybe they and should get Darren. them a Smoky Mountain Wrestling whale and cross swords. Um, <laughs> and I also want to shout out Fritz because Fritz has been having some health issues. I noticed on Twitter lately. And uh, just send him a shout out and hope he's doing all right there. Yeah, he's mentioned something with his uh, shoulder or something. But he also, like, fucked up his ankle, and it looked like he had, a like, a softball in there. It was all swollen up. So, me, me and Fritz, I'm telling you, me and him would be partying if we lived in the same state, and uh, I could get over my extreme fear of strangers. Um, you know, we could get together and listen to that, uh, that uh, The Sound of White Noise by Anthrax. That's, that's uh, my favorite Anthrax record, too. I know he was posting that a while back. Not He's a Washington some... football team fan, and you're a Dallas Cowboy. I don't think it would work out. We don't have to hang out on Sundays, Mike. Okay, you say so. You're the same guy who said if the Philadelphia Eagles like, won the Super Bowl, we, we you'd, you'd want the aliens all... to destroy the earth first. Well, I didn't say I was going to hang out with Phil Allen. I said I'd hang out with Fritz. I, you know, we say it all the time. You don't have to agree with everybody on everything. You don't have to be so offended. I don't have to cancel Fritz because he likes the Washington football team. He can be wrong. That's that's gonna happen. <laughs> he can be wrong. You're never wrong, right? <laughs> Not usually, no. 
Did you see what I posted on Twitter as we were recording this? Uh, I don't. Are you Mud Show Mills now? I posted that Tim Horner was a better promo than Kenny Omega. And oh my God, the AEW fans <laughs> just would not leave me alone. Two of them got on your ass. It, I was like, what is wrong with you people? You don't understand the fact that Tim was so bad, he was entertaining. So it was really more of an insult to Horner, I felt, than it was Omega, even though Kenny Omega does nothing for me and he's very boring, in my opinion. He is, he is so boring. It's He's just, he bores me. His promos are just, what am I looking at? This guy is, sounds stupid. And I just was trying to be, it was, it was a, it was a bad joke. And it was, again, Tim Horner was so bad, he was entertaining. So, like, it's an insult to both of them, but the AEW fans didn't realize I was insulting Horner. It's just, oh, my God, they're they're just terrible. They're terrible, man. I mean, they were coming out of the woodworks. I was like, what is wrong with you people? Oh, boy. Clutch mm-hmm. the pearls, man. Dude, they were clutching the pearls. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so... It's time for the Dockaholic Spotlight of the Week. We haven't done this in a while, but boy, we have somebody who reached out and grabbed a brass ring this week. Um, I, I, love, who, I love this guy. Somebody who has taken some, shown some real initiative, and uh, we're going to put uh, the the fake Wolfie in the, uh, in the spotlight this week. He sent me, a re- or he sent you, uh, a resume. To be my intern. You probably forgot that you... Some initiative right there. You probably forgot that a couple weeks ago you had made a statement about DM me. Um, You're like, you were joking. And you said, DM Mike if you want to be my intern. And, well, I got like 60 people DM me. I didn't read them all, but they were just popping up all the time. I was like, Jesus, Lord. He, 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 this was a good rib. And again, I didn't even click on all of them. I clicked on one or two. I was like, oh yeah, he did do something stupid. But see, Wolfie, he hey, knew hey, not you, to DM you, me. You were cutting out on me here. How many, how many did we get? How many DMs? I got about 50 to 60 DMs. All <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to amend the call for an intern here in a minute. Um, he, he did, um, he says he was a in his resume for experience. He said he was a utility player at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Um, he <laughs> this is funny. He offered training opportunities to the Dirty White Boy, that Dirty White Boy, and Buddy Landell, um, spokesman for Power Maker, too. And uh, realized his dream of wrestling on TV. And he was Buddy Landell's personal valet. He um, he he also he was, says on his resume he was extensively unemployed from August of ninety to January of ninety five, and the bullet point says he doesn't want to talk about it, which is great. That seems that seems to mirror maybe my own employment history. <laughs> um, so look, we all know Wolfie's a white male, and this is twenty twenty one. I do not have. I need a diverse set of candidates, Mike. I can't go <laughs> to the BTT board of directors and just hire a white male in 2021. That's not going to work. You know okay. it and I know it. Once we do that, then our ratios are off and we're back to 75%. We're going to be at 75% Caucasian. 
No, I I'll just I'll just uh, run the resume by my wife, and as a African American female, um, she can make that executive decision, and she can no, decide no, to no, hire no. her. She, no, we don't want. We're not empowering her to do a goddamn oh. thing. Oh, that's right. Here's okay. what we need. Yeah, there you go. No, oh, that's nice. I need. What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, come on. I mean, I need, son of a bitch. I need all the BDT ladies out there to message me through Mike and tell tell you know tell us why you want to be my intern. Mm, don't do that. Yeah, it will that's not get rid. It will not get rid. What makes you stand out get from all the rest and why you would beat Wolfie out? And if nobody can beat Wolfie out, then I guess he's going to be my intern. Uh, Wolfie got the job. Uh, Mrs. Mills uh, has uh, stated that. Wolfie's the Wolfie's got hired. She's got an so she's she, got a Are you trying to say she's an executive she's chief diversity officer? She's the she's the chief diversity officer, one of the CEOs of this corporation. No, she's the she whole, isn't. That she's the whole effing show. She's she's the I'm going to stand on the side with my arms folded and suck my teeth while this thing goes into hour number two. That's who she is. <laughs> Man. Wolfie got the job and that's that. Um, so Wolfie, Doc? Wolfie made a. Went to Microsoft Word and found him a template and typed him up a resume and sent it in. And that's the kind of initiative we need out of the army. By the way, I know who Wolfie is, and he is a uh, good dude. He broke kayfabe. He emailed me. I was like, "Oh, that's who you. That's who that is." I was like, "Oh, cool, good dude, good dude." I don't know who he is because I don't care. I will send all of his tasks and action items and to do lists through you to him, and then he can send them back to you to send over to me. I'm gonna actually. Br- I'll bring him on the show. Because oh, nobody knows his voice. I'm going to bring him on the show. No, I'll, do, I'll bring him on like a Patreon show and talk to him. Okay. Good dude, though. If, that, dude. if that's what you think is best. Good kid. Good kid. Man, I didn't even like Harper for a long time because I didn't know who he was. Remember when you used to call him Hamburger Helper? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it was seems... hard, hard Body Harper and you would be like, hey, Hamburger. <laughs> you don't remember <laughs> calling him Hamburger Helper? No, that seems very disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> he just he would roll with the punches he wouldn't really say anything he'd just well, be like I mean, well we're not we're not as good a people as him because every time he says something wrong we hop all over him <laughs> subscribe and valentines <laughs> he's he's really got that down subscribe valentine's day i don't know where he's at but you know we probably should get into the meat the of the world show. waits for no man mike yeah, the I'm, show I'm would the... be better if he was here, but it would also be worse if we waited. Hey, hey, and, and we usually send out the RIPs, but in all seriousness, we do need to send out some good wishes towards Mongo. That's some fucked up shit about him, huh? God damn, I hate to see That's that. That's early, man. He's young. He's just to be out there hanging and banging. I hate to see that with anybody, man. And that disease don't that does you can't kick out from that. That is <sighs> that's a done deal. Steve Gleason, former Saint, has that, and oh, you know who else had it? Lou Gehrig. Man, dude, the worst thing about that disease is your mind. Nothing is wrong with it, so you observe everything that's happening. It's like being trapped in your own it, shit. Yes, 
It's and I'm just... already trapped in my own shit. I don't need it to get worse. That's right. God, that seems <laughs> awful. Yeah. So, Mongo, hang in there. Hang in there. We'll get to your time at some point on this show. Uh, I used to like Mongo. Did you like my? I thought, like, I hear people laugh at him. And don't get me wrong. He used to have a lot of botches and stuff. But I thought Mongo was a decent promo. And I didn't hate him. Like, I hear people like, oh, Mongo sucked. But I, I didn't I feel didn't that like way about Mongo. I didn't like him as a horseman. Let's just say that. I didn't. That didn't even bother me at that point because it, well, it had that already point, been watered down so much. It just didn't mean anything. That's right. It was, dude. Let me ask you a question. You you want to say that about Mongo? But I'm gonna throw this out there at you. So was Mongo any worse than Paul Roma? I don't know. That's. I'm making my point. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Do you want to get to the main show, Doc? I I I. I logged on tonight getting ready for the main show pal okay well let's get this thing started if harper decides to join us uh we will bring him on like we always do but at this point he's about 22 minutes late so we're gonna get going uh we're talking where were y'all that sounds like something he would say so uh he's trying to gaslight us (laughs) so we're talking December 16th, 1989. So this is the this is a show that is coming up after Starcade. So what they do is we see a replay of the brawl uh from from the the last Saturday night we reviewed, which was the December 13th episode where it was Arn, Ole, Buzz, Dragon Master, Flair, Muda were out there. That was when Arn made his debut. Sullivan and JR on commentary again. JR mentions they will have a special report about what happened at Starcade, Future Shock. Sullivan says it lived up to its name. It's important to point this out, though, from a from a con, from a from a point of context here. There's no way, you know, we would have seen this live in '89. So when they say they're going to have a special report about what went down at Starcade, like in '89, can we go to that? Can we go to that first? Let's go ahead and see that. Let's yeah. Anyway, come on. The point being, in '89, we would have been very excited about that, but. You know, in 2021, we're like, good God, we lived through three hours of that already. We don't want to revisit it. Right, Doc? Fast forward, pal. <laughs> Fast forward. So that's what they're talking about at the beginning of the show. Then we go to the first match of the of the show. We got the Freebirds, who are taking on Lee Scott, Mike Thor. The Freebirds are going to cut a, a pitcher-in-pitcher promo about how upset they were that they weren't in the Iron Team tournament at Starcade. Let me say this. Uh, they probably did the Freebirds a favor by not putting them in that tournament because they would have did nothing but jobs, probably. But that's neither here nor there because Doom did a bunch of jobs. So the Samoans ended up in it, and Doom ended up in the tournament. But, of course, no Freebirds, which I didn't really care. Uh, did you did you think they deserved to be in it? Is this Harper texting me? You know, I don't know. I don't really care <laughs> that that was a flawed concept at Starcade anyway. So they're they're probably happy they didn't have to deal with it. I guess Harper's on, so I'm conferencing him in. Uh, Doc, right. do you have any notes from the Freebirds match here? Yeah, you know, you got Bad Street USA. Why don't we have that as our entrance music instead? And I think this is a rib on Garvin. They play that. They play some sort of mashup of Freebird that, that starts with the beginning few notes and then ends up with the end where it's going. Harper's already getting a blowjob there, it sounds like. It. Hey! Be the Sealer fan. <laughs> and, and 
Then they go to the sped up version at the end. And Garvin can't dance to that. It's so fucking fast. And he looks like an idiot trying. Where Bad Street had a groove, man. You could all just bob your head and look cool to Bad Street. Now, I liked it when the Freebirds came out to Freebird real slow against the Von Erics in the early 80s and world class. That was awesome. But now that you got Bad Street, it would be easier for Garvin to not be able to dance well to. Garvin just don't have no rhythm. I mean, there's no rhythm. I know. And so, so, like I'm saying, Bad Street would have given him some help. The other thing here is that our young man, Lee Scott, I think he would have had something if he didn't look like a small-town dickhead. Right, he looks like a, like a child, huh? He looks like he's willing to sell you some meth or some speakers or some speakers made out of meth. Yeah, that's true, huh? Like he drives an old fucking, an old rusted out fucking pickup truck with the sticker on the back that says, no fat chicks. <laughs> I need to get one of those stickers. <laughs> Remember those? Yes. <laughs> I knew a dude that had one on the back of his truck and, that's all he dealt with was big ones. I remember seeing somewhere someone had one of those fucking pencil dick trucks with the lift kits. And it was a sticker on a back. This is get your truck lifted because fat, fat chicks can't jump up in it. <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, what's the best sticker you ever put on one of your vehicles, Harper? Uh, I don't uh, nothing. You know, just your standard bumper stickers, you know, saying some fucking LSU or something. Hey, Doc, you said something. You you said something about Lee Scott. You said, you know, you thought he had something, but he looked like, uh, you know, he was trying to sell you uh, some meth. Uh, why do you say that? I think I know why, but why do you say that? Just that mustache, and he's kind of scrawny, but he's not. Like, he's the skinny guy that works out still. He's not. You know, he's the guy in the small town with some scruples and something, but he just can't get it all together. He's like no. the bad guy you would see in in uh in in the heat of the night. Remember that he, show? I or, do, or but like a, I was trying to figure out what Doc were you saying because of how he bumps and he bumps good and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a That's foundation there okay. to work from. Yeah, he he is he can bump. He takes great backdrops. Man, he takes a really good backdrop. I agree with you, but this match did nothing for me. I will say one other thing. So Jim Ross mentions that the NWA will be in Detroit tonight, and I and I caught my uh, ear because of when they were in Detroit and went to the uh, Silverdome. Well, they're going to the Kobo on this night as of this being recorded, and I looked it up. Apparently, yeah. they drew 2,500 that night in a building uh. that held 12K, if you believe the internet. I think that's right. So uh, Dan Rackley out there or CMU Brent or, or Dave Jordan – uh, the music director for BT. If I got that wrong, let me know. But anyway, because I know you you guys live in that area, um, twenty five hundred that night, and I think I think the building hold, held twelve k. So twenty five hundred in twelve k is a lot better than one thousand in a seventy thousand seat arena. Surprise to me, it's it's the same. It's a max of failure. <laughs> and the thing is, whenever they show it up here, you know, we're coming to your town and blah blah blah, and every like arena. It's a major building. I'm thinking, lost, lost money, lost money here. The such and such Coliseum, you lost money change, on that. They should change the writing on the font on this to red. On <laughs> Help! Mm. Please come out. 
What are you going to do, man? Well, I mean, that's why in a few years they stop even going on the road. Well, we're a few years away from that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I, look, let's not just pin it on this era. I mean, there was, I think it was 1987 when I went to a, a UNO Lakefront Arena show where the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight were on it and the Road Warriors were on it. And, dude, there couldn't have been. And it was a it was a Crockett-branded show. It, it, there couldn't have been 800 people there, Harper. Damn. And this was in 87. So, I mean, like, I know we're being critical here, but I, I've seen it happen in, in the non-Turner you know Turner era, like where... Again, and Lakefront Arena, I don't know, man. Lakefront Arena does did some good shows there. I mean, we went to ROH a few years ago there that had a good crowd. And, and uh, you know, WCW ended up actually having some decent crowds there. ECW did a pay-per-view there. But, man, I mean, that building in 87 with the Midnight on it, the Rock and Roll on it, Road Warriors on it, uh, Flair wasn't there that night I was there. But they, they didn't do too good, about 800 people. And that was pushing it, to be honest with you. The floor was full, and there were some people in the stands, and that was that it. That sucks. That's Lower like level show. Exactly. So anyway, Doc, any uh, Harper, any thoughts on the Freebirds there? No. Right, let's keep going. Well, we got Sting in here versus Joe Cruz, uh, Doc's favorite uh, pro wrestler ever. Sting's gonna win with the Scorpion Deathlock. Doc, any thoughts? Um, we actually had Sting get down on the mat and do some mat work there. I bet you uh, you pulled uh, Javorski and uh, cranked it a little bit when he did that. No, right? but, I mean, here's the thing. He didn't get to work in territories. He's not going around. He's got to get some practice in there, right? I mean, he was in the UWF. He was in Memphis for a little while. He, he had some territory experience. Okay. If you're going to defend him, let me just get to the point. Wrong guy won. <laughs> he beat Joe Cruz. What are you talking about? Joe Cruz is a formidable young Trent Knight lookalike. That's right. He even does. Does he throw Sting into the corner or here he, he did that? In. Yeah, he could have been something. He's got some nice he custom boots. Podcast. Yeah, right. He's got some nice custom boots. Yeah, he does. Look at him boots, man. I mean, he's got the, the cowboy looking boots. I hey, mean, Hopper. I think you, at this area you could put Trent Knight and Joe Cruz and Scott Hall in a stable and look out. Well, we're talking about saps and morons. Uh, what did Darren think about it? His mention on the podcast. Well, I haven't heard from him since. Oh, okay. Just mentioned. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. I just, I just dropped the YouTube version of it tonight, so uh, he he wouldn't he wouldn't have heard about it. But yeah. Anyway. Okay. Harper, any thoughts on Sting? Joe Cruz? Anything? No. Hey, I think Scott Hall is gone by now, though. I, I, I think you're right, Tinkerbell. Gone, Tinkerbell. What the fuck is that? AWA. Well, he's definitely not here. Yeah. I mean, after they did the the crocodile spot with. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot he was like a. Uh, he did show up. They did but a like little small of... video package. Yeah, for damn, I forgot about that. And then he then he came in and did like a match or two, and now he's gone. Yeah, I forgot about that shit. Don't worry, he'll be back soon. Well, maybe not soon, but he'll be back eventually. Let's go to the Road Warriors now and the Steiner Brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, Starcade is history, and we'll have that special Starcade report in our second hour. 
But out of Starcade, an eight-man tag team has been made. The Steiners and the Road Warriors. I gotta feel a little sorry for your opponents. We know some Jim Ross. We're not just some Johnny come lately here. We're guys that go to the gym every day. You get two world-class wrestlers here. Guy of one took the fishes from Michigan. You get two of the best fighters ever. We're athletes. We put a lot of pride when we do. Skyscrapers and doom. We don't like you. We ain't hiding that fact. And we're an eight-man tag. You can't find a better combination anywhere than the Steiner brothers and the Warriors. Come, Scotty. Skyscrapers doom. When we step in the ring, life is going to be very miserable for you. Don't think you're any different than anybody else. You're going to feel the pain like never before. You know, Jim Ross, life is a roller coaster of emotions. Have you ever ridden on a roller coaster? Yes, I have. Did you stick your arms up in the air to get that feeling in your stomach? No, I wasn't into that. I couldn't do it. Well, I am. And wrestling us, or wrestling the Steiners, is like taking a ride on a roller coaster. You feel like you're gonna die, but you don't. Well, when you wrestle us, or the Steiners, you're gonna feel that feeling but when it's all over and done, you get out the roller coaster and you're still alive. You get out of the ring with the four of us and you'll feel like you shouldn't be alive. Eight-man tags, the Steiners and the Road Warriors. I think somebody's gonna die. Well, I hope not. Fans, we'll be back. <laughs> with JTEX. So what me and Harper were laughing at was when Hawk first started talking, Steiner, Rick Steiner makes a comment and he's like, I love when he talks. <laughs> uh, and then he was acting like a fool throughout. Harper, did you have any thoughts on this? I mean, Rick Steiner kind of stole it, huh? And he only said like three things and chuckled. Yeah, it, it, it was just him being stupid, the goofball Rick Steiner. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Doc, what about you? I agree he stole it, and I'm going to ask something here. Uh-oh. I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but was Hawk sober there? I was uh, thinking the same thing, bro. I he did, He seemed too. like he was fucked up. I thought the same thing, Doc. And Because that wasn't good. And he had that meandering one a couple of weeks ago that, that I don't think you liked, but I did. But that was at ringside. This one just, it didn't make any sense to me, and it didn't have that same intensity from him. I thought it had intensity, but just like, it was something about the way he was looking during it where I was like, is he okay? Like, I didn't think he was about to have a heart attack, but I was like, he just seemed like he was like staring into, like, at at the end of it, he's not, but at, in the beginning, he's kind of just like, looking and he's moving slow and it just was really it was really weird how slow he was moving and I, don't, I don't know how to explain it like when you're when you're i'm watching it back now and it doesn't because we can't hear it it doesn't he has look a glassy bad. look in his eye 
I don't know. Like it, it doesn't look too bad, but but when you listen to it and then watch it, you're like, man, was he tore up? So I agree with you. Okay. Anything else, Doc? No. So after that, they give us highlights of Arn Anderson and Ole Anderson saving Ric Flair from JTEX Corporation when Arn Arn came back. So we saw another replay there of that. Um. Doc, you don't do you don't do replays. So, did you have anything though from the follow up promo from Buzz Sawyer? I have something, and I want to play it just because I think Harper's going to say something about it. I, the only note I had, and you can play it, but I, Buzz looks like a real dickhead standing there. Oh yeah, he looks like an asshole that that's going to fight with fucking cops outside <laughs> a parking lot at some ballroom at, at that's... two in the morning. And that's after he picks some random strangers to fight with that bring yeah. the cops that he's going to fight. Everything about him says bully and asshole. Yeah. Which, which he really perfect. was. Which is <laughs> perfect gotta, for this angle. But I got to ask Harper something. Harper, did you notice as we're watching this back, and I'm not playing the audio, but we're looking at it on the video version. Look at Buzz's hat. He's got a Top yeah, Gun what? trucker hat on. Why? You think he was ever... Not so sky high that he could sit down long enough for a hundred minutes to watch a movie like Top Gun. We were inverted. You were I inverted. mean, Top Gun came out eighty six. Right, we're in eighty nine. Late yeah, eighty nine. We're we're a little bit past Top Gun right now, pal. Yeah, bro. So maybe wear the fucking Batman hat with fucking Michael Keaton on it. I got a Dog Day Afternoon hat. There you go. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was something. I, 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 again, I just I saw the Top Gun hat and I was like, maybe Buzz and Hawk were hanging out in the back. That come on. You're 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 really a jackass. You really are. I, I don't want to. I I'd prefer it if both those guys were still alive and being badasses. So don't put that on me. Okay. You still ain't got to be like that. You know. I'm just saying. All right, we go to the next match. We got the Great Muda, Buzz Sawyer, and the Dragon Master. They are going to wrestle uh, our friend Rock Hard Rick, which has got to be a rib, like we said. Agent Steel and Bill Ford. Boy, Bill Ford is something else. Uh, before the match, Muda sprays the green mist on Buzz Sawyer's hand. Then right after, he sprays the red mist on the Dragon Master's hand. Uh, it's a nice visual, even though Muda just got jobbed out over the last couple of weeks. I was going to say, do you think he's going to eat a pin here? I mean, he, he ate some pins of Starcade, so there's that. Yeah. yeah, after your first one, it gets easier, right? No. I, I don't really have much from this other than Buzz is going to hit that big-time splash on Agent Steel, and they're going to get the win, but that's all I got. He he also hits a hell of a form at 2240. I'm going to go to it in a second. I've been trying to take better notes on my timestamps to help you out. So here's so, Muda with the, with the mist, and then you said 2240? God, yeah, I like, like this visual of the mist. Mm-hmm. Kendo nice. Nagasaki looks like a pile of shit, though. Well, yeah, yeah kind of like when 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 I used to see Miss uh, Mister Fuji wrestle every now and then. How stiff was that forearm for real? Right there, that oh, one shit. was bad. I thought you were talking about the first one, but the one where Bill Ford hits the ropes and comes back, Buzz was being an asshole right here. Bitch. Come on, that's good. That's the, 
Man, that's the kind of shit that wouldn't even be a flag in the NFL back in the day on a quarterback. And now (laughs) you would be thrown out of the league. I saw a video. I think it was the Detroit Lions quarterback was Eric Hipple. And he was hit by Wilbur Marshall, maybe. Or maybe it was Richard Dent. I can't remember. And he's knocked the fuck out? Yes. Yeah, bro. There's no flag thrown. And And I watched this video and I'm like... Dude, he just killed him. Yeah, I'll watch that. Say, bro, I, I think was that when he's hit really late out of bounds. Well, I think he's going towards the the sideline okay. when he gets hit, but he's in bounds, and he gets hit, and then he flies backwards and he lands hard on that old Silverdome turf, and his head hits the ground. And I really legitimately was like, this dude's dead. And I mean, I know he wasn't because I'm a football fan and I, I would have known that, but he hit so damn hard. He got hit hard and then he lands on the ground. I'm like, he's dead. He's got to be dead. And I'm, you know and what I love again, about it? what's that? There is no reaction from anyone. None. They, they're just like, hey, it's football, bitch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So. Buzz's forearm wasn't quite that bad, but the example being is like, God, that guy's dead. I'm going to have to look for this video, and I'll send it to Doc. Um, they win, and that's that. Doc, any thoughts before we get to uh, a debut in a second? No. All right. So moving right along, um, we go to the next match, and it is going to be the Steiner brothers who are going to take on someone by the name of Cactus Jack Manson and Rick Fargo. That's not his debut. We had him before Starcade. No, we didn't have him before Starcade, did we? Yeah. I watched too much wrestling. Okay. So anyway, Cactus is here. Um going up against the Sina Brothers with uh Rick Fargo. Doc, I want to know if you've got the same timestamp I've got at like the twenty seven minute mark. Twenty seven oh two. Okay, so I'm going to go to it now. My note and, says paintbrush. Oh, dear God. So let's go to the audio. Uh, it, this is uh, it's about 10 seconds away from where I'm about to start it. Cactus and Rick Steiner are in the ring. Panthers are now standing competitors. Right hand. Reciprocated by the dog face. I said, you know, we might want to call Rick Steiner peanut brittle because he's half nuts. He is a Here little comes. off center. Jesus, Lord, he slapped the piss out of him. Rick Steiner slapped Cactus. What did you think about that, Doc? That was to the face. Yeah. And then and then I have in 2710, the Steiner line was was pretty rough, too. Yeah, this one right here, where he gives it to him? Yeah. Rick always does that. He just lays yeah. into it. Man, Sullivan was putting Cactus over big time on commentary. So you know there's something to that. Sullivan, from the get-go, loved Cactus and wanted Cactus to get over. In the angle that they're going to do with Cactus where he basically loses and then beats the shit out of his uh, tag team partner after, That was a, I think that was a Sullivan idea. Uh, Jim Hurd did not like Cactus. So Who did he like? Sullivan, yeah, right. Sullivan, that was Sullivan's way of getting Cactus over, I think is the story. At the beginning, they handed the, somebody handed their baby to them. Mike, would you hand your baby to a wrestler? 
Not a chance. Harp- I would to Harper, but. Oh. <laughs> <Dumbass>. <laughs> Slim. That's what I'm saying. Harper will eat him. After that, I don't know. What about Rod? Nah, he's old. Yeah, he could probably handle it now. He wouldn't do nothing crazy. But the list is very short. Tommy Rich. I'm not even going to address that with a comment. What about Chris Adams? Hell no. Yeah. Sell it for GHB. (laughs) He'd walk into a bar room and, hey, I got a kid. Anybody want to buy it? I need some money for some stuff. Tommy Rich probably do the same thing. Uh, Anyway. Oh, Doc. The Steiners are over like a motherfucker here. Crowd gets into this. I'm going to fast forward to the around the 2943 mark. Something is going on in the crowd because the crowd is going nuts and we are showing a shot of a bunch of kids in the stands. Yeah. I think the kid, the little kid, like uh, slapped a guy in the face or something. Really? Is that yeah, what it because is? maybe the standards aren't over? Yeah. Maybe the it, little kid is. See? Because if you hear the commentary afterwards, they they kind of mention it. Okay. Because you see him. I mean, you can't, like, we're looking at him. They're going nuts, and they're not going nuts for the match. They're going nuts because of what Harper just said. So I guess the commentary after they addressed it some way. And I, I, I wonder it. why it's they didn't show it. TV had to be yeah they're showing the kids look it's harper and doc right there oh look it's 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 fucking mike and doc (laughs) look hold on let's go back to a shot of that got to be a patron on the video version to see what we're talking about look at harper on the right and doc on the left we said that was harper and mike (laughs) (laughs) that's harper on the right and doc on the left oh would you look at that how old are you guys right there you look you look to be about what eleven? Wait, yeah. Harper. Have we ever have Harper and I have seen it? We've been tagged in it a few times on the Facebook group. There's ever there's like a there's a bugle boy photo that has been posted in the Facebook group a few times, and it's an African American kid and two white kids dressed in preppy bugle boy stuff from like 1988 or some stuff. Yeah, it's, from, it's from <laughs> like a J.C. Penney's catalog. Catalog. Yeah, and. <laughs> And the comments are always, here's a young Harper, Doc, and Mike. (laughs) And the funny part about it is, this is what's ironic. The African-American kid is the shortest one in the picture. And then, so they keep saying that's me. And then the next tallest one is like a kid that would be Harper. And Harper is a little taller than me. And then the next, and then there's a tall, skinny kid. That they say is Doc. And I'm like, I don't know how y'all know that, but y'all actually just lined it up by our heights and you don't even realize it. <laughs> like they all like everybody said that. It's they've it's been posted in the Facebook group at least four or five times over the over the years. Uh it always gets some traction. So anyway, it's uh, kind of funny. But uh there's Harper on the right and Doc on the left. Uh they're holding the titles as the Steiners. We are the title now. holders, no matter what what year you go to. That's right. Um so uh, this thing is going to end. A Frankensteiner is going to to Fargo, and the Steiners are going to win. Fargo and Cactus Jack fight after the match. Cactus gives Fargo a backbreaker on the floor, and then for what I thought yeah. was the first time, we finally see Cactus 
hitting the elbow drop to the floor from the ring apron, which I don't care how many times I've seen it. I cringe. It hurts. It hurts. I cringe. Uh, Harper, you got any thoughts on that move? I said, I'm thinking, oh, wait, this is when he jumps off, right? Yep. Onto the floor. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. It's pretty damn brutal, and my hip is squealing as I yeah, uh, think about uh, it. I mean, didn't I seem kind of like a, a overkill? Dude, look how far away he is. He's That's a long thing. way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Mick. And then he starts gibberish, which is great. Yeah. Well, get used to it, because that's what Cactus is going to start doing for for the next uh, probably month or two uh, for his matches. Can't remember. I, it goes on for a while. I don't remember how long, but it definitely goes on for a while where he does this at the end of every single tag match. He loses his match with whoever his, apart, his uh, partner is, and then he beats him up, and then he does the elbow drop off the ring apron. Look at that. Ugh. That's concrete, dude. No give. All right, Hopper, any other thoughts on Cactus here? No, I'm just thinking, okay, here we go. We got a Cactus in. Some talent. Just wait till he starts feuding with Norman. Wait, what? Wait till he starts feuding with Norman. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Kendall Wyndham and Trent Knight are in the ring. We get a pitcher-in-pitcher promo from Kendall. Uh, he call he he calls himself the greatest wrestler of all time and says he's coming for a few wrestlers he has his eyes on, blah, 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 whatever. I've got nothing from it. He did a few other things uh, in the match. Uh, he wins. Doc, any thoughts? He's the third worst, the third best wrestler in his immediate family. <laughs> <laughs> he's the what? Third best wrestler in his immediate family. That's a fancy way of saying third worst, but okay. No, he's the worst in his immediate family. <laughs> yeah, it is he's what the it third is, best. right? And if we're going to go out to like in-laws and stuff and bring in their rotundas and whatnot, he's going to keep falling down that list. Not <laughs> sure why he got mic time here and the wrong guy won. Uh, yeah, no disagreement. That's true. But doesn't he uh, look like uh, Keith Sullivan in the fucking Lost Boys? No. He does. He does right here. He looks like Iron's earring on a crack binge. Oh, my God. That's true. Huh? We've already He's talked like about this. <laughs> he also kind of looks like the singer from Soul Asylum. Oh, fuck, he does. Dave Perner. Damn. But he can't look like Iron earring or whatever his name is. Because... He does, though. Boy, for fucking 90210. Steve, Steve Sanders. He looks like Steve I'm, Sanders after. Uh, no, no, but his no, but his he, that guy didn't have the hair like that. Uh, on a crack binge, you do. Well, okay, <laughs> fair enough. That's why the crack binge is integral to the storytelling. <laughs> well, I'm with Doc. Wrong guy. It's one. a plot device, you moron. <laughs> I'm with Doc. Wrong guy. One. Um, I'm telling you, you get a, you get a. A uh, 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 Trent Knight, Joe Cruz, Scott Hall stable, and we'll call it. What was that show? It was like a, it was like a Tom Selleck ripoff show. Harper, there's a bunch of them. I, the one I'm thinking about was Matt Houston. Google it real quick. You'll be on Simon. Simon. 
No, Summit Summit was good. That had a good theme song, too. Googling Matt Houston. Matt Houston. I mean, I don't know what y'all are talking about here. It was a TV show. Uh, no, Man, uh, again, yeah. Like Tom Selleck. It was in the know. early 80s on ABC. Yeah, that guy looks like Tom Selleck. Yeah, I want y'all to DM. That's what these three guys, they would be the Matt Houston version of Magnum TA. Here's what you do. You DM, well, uh, David Jordan is Doc's second secretary behind Wolfie. DM David Jordan when you figure out the name of that show, and Dave will it post it in the Matt Facebook Houston. group. Yes, the, the show is called show. Matt Houston. Oh, okay. And it ran from 82 to 85 on ABC. And the premise was a wealthy Texan moves to California to run the family business and dabble in crime solving. Sounds riveting. I know. Sounds it as exciting was, as this promo Tommy Rich is cutting after the Kendall yeah, Wyndham. He's out there telling you how he's going to cripple everybody in the NWA starting with the referees. Aye! <laughs> There it is, guys. I'm sitting here talking, all right? That old Chris Cross idiot likes to come on this show and talk about me. But what he don't want to tell you is I was just trying to score me some cocaine when I was messing with him. And let me tell you something. Barnett's member did hit the back of my tonsils. <laughs> what you think about that, Doc? I think that he should have not crippled the best referee of all time. Yes, agreed. It's messed up what he did. It's messed up. I don't I don't like it. Harbor, what were you about to say about Kendall Wyndham? Uh Doc cut you off as he always does. Oh, because he said about Soul Asylum. And I'll say it if you can name one Soul Asylum song. Who, oh, me? Can, you? Him? I can name every one of their albums. I was Oh Jesus fan. Christ. Big fan back in the day. Big Harbor Harbor sounds disappointed. He said Jesus Christ. The only he gave you the one Jesus. song was it no, The Runaway Train. No, go check out about the three or four records before that record, and they oh, are like, awesome. All my Minnesota people up there will know what I'm talking about. Twin Tone, bruh. Replacements, Husker Du, Soul Asylum. That's the shit. Well, speaking of Minnesota. Um, wrecking Crew, pal. The, the Wrecking Crew is here. And, oh, I got to pause it. Hold on. Let me Let me scroll back. Uh, Arn and Oli are in, about to get in the ring to take on Pat Rose and the Galaxian. And uh, we've got a TV company here because, you know, TBS is a TV company. Oh, and, no. Um, oh, no. We, um, Arnie. We can't spell Arn Anderson. <laughs> we can't spell Arn Anderson. We've got Arn Anderson on the graphic. A-R-N-E and Oli Anderson. Arnie Anderson. We cannot spell Arn. He is only your biggest signing in a very long time. And we can't spell Arn's name. I'm surprised they didn't spell Oli, O-L-D. <laughs> I agree, Doc. I, That's just, uh, I mean, You can't put anything past these motherfuckers. How come no one... <laughs> it's, this kind of, it's this kind of shit that blows a hole in my... Starcade was intentional sabotage and puts it back into gross incompetence. How come there's yeah. no one that supervises this before it, it, it you know, <laughs> airs, like it's put on tape or whatever? I don't think Spellcheck was around in 89 yet. But, I mean... It's not, 
It's not a spell check thing. Yeah. It's a quality control issue at it this is, point. It is, man. I used to read those wrestling magazines and pick out all kinds of misspellings and just be like, how do y'all miss this shit? And I was like eight. Yeah, but they're not like fucking... It's not Time Magazine, bro. That's true. <laughs> but no, the thing is like... Oh, so this was... This actually was a thing in the <laughs> territory days. This ain't either. <laughs> but this was a thing in the territory days though like you know rick flair they'd spell it with a k when he would come into mid-south they'd put an e on the end of it um you'd see it mid-south was just ridiculous with it the von erics would come in they'd spell eric uh e-r-i-k i mean they would do some of the some of the craziest misspellings you'd be like how the hell did you get that out of that um i, I want to say at one point dick murdoch was was spelled M U R D O K or or U K. I mean, it was just they would they would always misspell names. Like that was not a, a a new thing. But my point here is, this is Arn Anderson. Like you you signed him, Dude, brought him back. Rick, they misspelled Rick when he was the champ. That's true too. On that graphic at the Superdome, right? The the, it was the clash that they did that, where they had the graphic on the background and it was spelled R I C K Flair. Well, I could see that because that's someone in the fucking building in the arena. No, that was a, like a Turner Production type thing. Oh, no, was it? Yeah, that laser shit in the back. Yeah, it was oh. that laser laser bull crap. But he's Arn Anderson. The thing is, like, that's not hard to misspell. Rick could be spelled R I C K. I know. I know it shouldn't be because you're like, he's Ric Flair, he's the world champion. But but there's no spelling of Arn that's with an E. Why the Wait, hell did you put an E on the end e of his name? The end? When you're typing, let's see. No, <laughs> it's all the way on the other side of the keyboard, Hopper. Is it? Let's. The E is on the left to the top, okay? Oh, look at you, you fucking. The N is at the bottom, is at the bottom to the right. Yes, I know how to type. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Oh, yeah. Typing class with Harper. <laughs> Harper's about to peck looking for the E. We don't yeah. call it typing class anymore. We call it keyboarding. So anyway, uh, they can't spell it. I've been on it long enough. Uh, obviously, uh, Arn and Arnie and Ole are going to win. Uh, Ole's going to win it with the arm bar like he used to do in 86, if you remember. God, that seems like 100 years ago now, Doc. 86 to 89 is like... A decade ago, but it's only three oh, years. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Any thoughts on this match, though, Hopper? I mean, what's with the wrench? I don't know what what's what was with the wrench right there that we saw. Did he come out with the wrench? I, I, I didn't see it until they showed it on the mat. The only thing That's... I could think is was maybe they were doing something to the ring and one of the guys, fuck, I fucking left the, the fucking wrench on a ring. That's a very plausible explanation. <laughs> if you understand wrestling rings. <laughs> yeah. There is I not don't know. one thing about Ole Anderson that says baby face. No. <laughs> well, give it a couple months and yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah, he looks like that, that fucking old guy that fucking lives across the street from you with the fucking Marine bumper stickers all over the back of his truck. He's waiting for you to fuck up. Yeah, he's just waiting. Give me a fucking reason. To beat your ass. 
The only thing that's going to make this swollen prostate feel any better is to whip your ass. <laughs> he looks like he's 48 years old here, too. Well. I don't remember how old he is, but whatever. All right, Doc, any thoughts on this match before we go to the promo for them after? Uh, this would be better if it was Tully. Boy, no kidding. No kidding. But unfortunately, we know what happened. They didn't want to bring him in because Herd was an idiot. He would be 47 right there. Oh, he's 47? I said he looked 48. I couldn't remember. Wow. All right. Well, after the match, let's go to Arn and let's go to their interview. Here it is. Welcome back to World Championship Wrestling, Arn. Well, Jim Ross, I've been all across this country in the last year, and all the conversations I had were the same. How's Rick? Where's Ole? They say adversity introduces a man to himself. Well, the horsemen have been through a lot of adversity. There's been some name changes. There's been a few discrepancies within the family. But we always knew family is still family. We may smack each other, but Sawyer, Hart, Muda, Dragon Master, you want to smack us, you got to pay the fiddler. There you hear from the horsemen, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and Family is family. Doc, it was short. What are your thoughts? That's what we've been missing for the past year and a half. Also, look at Paul Drake. He's going to give it to the crowd. <laughs> if the guy go home to so-and-so because I'm dressed like a, what's it for fucking Napoleon Dynamite? When he's wearing the pants? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he fucking, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no kidding. So, uh, wait, that's wait. such a great... I'm going I'm to rewind a, it. I'm going to rewind it. Go ahead and make your point, Doc, and then we'll go back to what, what's happening it's on such a great line. It's like, oh, at. how do you how do you undo the last, you know, two years where we've been mad at Oli? We're family. Families fight. Fuck it. And it, it works. Um. So, I agree. And it was short and to the point, right? So there's yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Um, l- let's go now to the next match, which is the let's New Zealand don't. Militia versus Paul Drake and Larry Santo. Uh. We get a pi- we do get a picture in picture promo with Lord Littlebrook, who claims he got a message from Margaret Thatcher that's appreciative of the New Zealand Militia. Now, if you don't know, I think Margaret Thatcher was the Prime Minister of the UK at this time. She so was. I'm a little confused. They're right. the New Zealand militia. They're not the UK militia, but, but he's the but he's UK the manager. Okay, well, I, I guess. But so I, I wanted to just point that out. The, the militia is going to win. But uh, Doc, what's going on here with Little Brook? Is he's dancing? Commentary? He's dialing and profiling on his way to the ring. And that promo, he's he's like a the fucking Lucky Charms guy. He's good. To I don't know. Accent. I, I got to be real honest with you. This got fast forwarded. Oh, come on. I mean, I watched it because it's, you know, but it's, first of all, the fucking job guy has those, like, Travis Tritt, cow, fucking dairy cow print fucking pants on. And he's flexing to the crowd so he can show off to Wanda back home. (laughs) (laughs) Wanda said she'd toss my salad if I flexed to four on camera. What's wrong with you, man? What? This doc just 
He talks that's to all his sometimes. fucking co-workers at fucking Mighty Muff where he can show them that. Look, I am a real wrestler. See? I'm on TV. Well, the New Zealand militia are here and they win their match. Well, and, good uh, for them. I got no other th- thoughts. What's with the furry boots? You're asking the wrong dude here, bro. They scalped an sheep or something. They scalped. They scalped an alpaca. And here you go. I mean, no, it's just like, what is it? Like, is that what is? I don't. uh, We got New Zealand listeners, so I. Yeah. Who? No, we do. Like, if nobody lives there. Yeah, it's like Chris. They were like they were they were all bragging because they didn't have any corona cases. You don't have any people. Right. <laughs> I want it's no. like that beam that's got the black guy pointing to his head. It's like you can't have corona uh, deals if, if fucking you don't have any people living here. See? We do have New Zealand listeners, so I'm curious if anyone listens. In, Are uh, they in Christchurch or oh, Auckland? Well, those are well, the main cities, I believe, because I'm, really? I'm a yeah. Auckland, New Zealand, I believe, is your capital. Why aren't you special? Yeah, very. I'm special. Well, let's go now. The New Zealand militia win. Lord Littlebrook is funny, if you ask me. We've it got a is nice... not. It is stupid. <laughs> yeah, funny. I think it's stupid too. I bet let's... Jim Heard used to get drunk and try to toss him. <laughs> Put a Velcro suit on him and toss him at a wall. Jesus. Ross, bring me another bottle of beef eater. I'm going to toss this little fella. <laughs> I can't see that idiot doing that. He's a drunk fool. Oh, okay. Let's go now Jim to. Jim Ross is like, yes, Mr. Hurt. Hold on one second. I'll be right there. Boy, you know, you know, Jr. used to love getting that idiot liquored up and listening to him tell stupid lies. Okay, let's go to Lex Luger now, and Ric Flair is going to inter- uh He's going to interrupt it. Here it is. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking here now with the United States Heavyweight Champion, the total package, Lex Luger. A lot of big happenings, a lot of outstanding things are going on right now, and I know you're involved in many of them. I am always the center of attention because I am the premier wrestler in our sport today. Let me tell you a short story. Shut up when I'm talking. To refresh everybody here's memory. Now, wrestler A and everybody who's I'm talking about, Ric Flair, world champion, Wrestles wrestler B, and that's the total package, Lex Luger. One year ago, across the country, wrestler B myself dominates wrestler A on every single occasion. Now, wrestler A, Slick Rick, decides that he will never wrestle wrestler B, the total package, again. Well, a long, frustrating year has passed. But the total package, Lex Luger, has gone on to dominate this sport like no other. A reign of domination that has never been seen in this sport today. So wrestler A, nature boy Ric Flair, finds that his back is to the wall. So who's he bring in? But the old four horsemen. Well, that's old news. I am the new news. I am the champion of the 90s. And I'll tell you what, in my case, the man makes the belt. Whatever belt I wear, Next be the number 
number one belt, it's not the number one belt. In Flair's case, it's the belt who makes the man. Because Ric Flair, I'll tell you what, why don't you just do it easy way? I know you're in the studio here. Why don't you just stroll out and forfeit it instead of the inevitable getting beat by a total package last year? Do it the easy way. Why don't you just relinquish it right here on national TV? Well, here he is. You asked him to come out here. I'm not surprised. Well, well, well. It's been a long, long year, and you finally muster and dredge up the guts to come out and face the total package right here on national TV. You know, Luger, I've heard many times through my career that imitation is the greatest form of flattery. But if you are imitating what the next world champion is going to be like, then my friend, let me give you another phrase. I'm glad I saved my money because I will be on my yacht in the Bahamas if I have to depend on you to feed me, pal. That's pretty well to the point. And let's sit this down. The bottom line is, we've already been instructed by Jim Hurd and Turner and everybody else. We're not gonna come out here, we're not gonna punch, we're not gonna fight. We're gonna make it known that the match is signed. You're the number one contender in the world. And as I've said so many times before, in a great moment of honesty, you're probably the most gifted athlete in our sport but as i've also said a million times in my career and you remember this as you make your move to be the man what you have to do first pal is beat the man the match has been signed lex luger and rick flair for the heavyweight championship of the world fans we'll be right back but let's get into Rolex. I think I'm just going to give it away right now. But oh, Doctor, yeah. You know, or Hopper, I'll go to you first. What do you What do you have from that? I thought this was That excellent. was great, man. Lex fucking hit a home run, huh? 100% agreed. And he brought up old shit that makes sense. It was tremendous. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he brought up old stuff. I always like to call back to the old stuff because it's like yeah. you're... you're, you're you're going back to the real story of what was told and the rivalry. You know, he talked about last year when Flair told Luger he would never get a chance at him again or at the title again. Luger just like, dude, you've been dodging me. Calls Flair out. Flair runs him down. But if you notice, Flair puts him over at the same time because he calls him gifted and he tells him why he's not equivalent to, to him, though, even though he did say he was gifted. And they close it with the match has been signed. Just excellent stuff, Doc. What did you think? I like that Luger said I'm the new new I'm the new news. That was good. Mm-hmm. But I thought Flair kneecapped him when he said, If I have to depend on you to eat, I'm gonna be out on my yacht. <laughs> so which well, I won't ask who you give me your Rolex to. This was good stuff, man. Yeah. I didn't realize the height difference between them. Oh, I thought it was actually le- it was less than I thought it was gonna be when he came out there. I thought Rick was wearing some tall shoes there. Luger's a tall guy, though. He is. Yeah. 
Well, Flair ain't short either. I mean, if we're going to go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But this was a really good segment. And let's, I'll do it. I'll sign up for another round of this. I mean, I don't have a choice. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. This is great. Good stuff from both of them. I loved it. Unfortunately, what follows this is a Dynamic Dudes promo. And the fuck? Look at Johnny. Don't even play it. Just look at him. I'm not. Watch. Just look at him. Watch. It's hard to believe this guy's going to be Vin- like one of Vince McMahon's top people. <laughs> I mean, look at him. Look at this asshole. <laughs> I froze it right there. Look at this dude. If you think back then, you're like, hey, man, in fucking 30 years, you'll be Vince McMahon's like t- top guy. Calling the shots. Uh, yeah. It's... And that face that Shane's making is probably the same face he made when Vince told him he was going to be Dean Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, great. Shane is... The look on his face is... Oh, this is stupid. This isn't exactly what I had in mind when I was seven, saying this is what I want to do with my life. You know, this thing was funny when they debuted in the Don't Worry Be Happy video. It was just, like, funny. You laugh like, what the hell? And it was even, look, Corny in the Midnight elevated them when they should not have been elevated, but but they elevated them. And it was funny with Shane, not Shane, but Johnny and Stan and the whole woman and, but... Bro, by this point, it's like, oh, what the hell are we doing with these clowns? No disrespect to Shane, but uh, the gimmick. We keep moving. Bob Cook takes on Rick Ryder. Doc, any thoughts? Oh, Bob Cook. Bob Cook Cook and Rick Ryder take on the Midnight Express. Excuse me. There you go, little buddy. What do you have? Corny's just better as a heel. Look at him strutting out there. Mm -hmm. He's got his mojo back. He can be a dick again. Bobby and Stan kill me. Those outfits are just so stupid and ridiculous. They were talking about if they can get five minutes with Corny. I'm like, Corny's not in any danger if he's against the dudes. Great point. You just take that tennis racket and swat them off their skateboards. and. <laughs> so they're going to win. And then afterwards, Corny cuts a promo. I don't have any notes from it, though, Doc. Did you? I didn't either. Yeah. It was meat and potatoes. It wasn't bad or anything, but it just was kind of whatever. Um, Stan's out there looking glorious after his match, and he just starts looking around at the crowd and whatnot. And, you know, I'm sure we know what he was looking at. But anyway, so after that, they, after need, the, they need something to do. They really do. Um, I'm starting to get sad because they've got a less than a, le- a year now in this promotion. Yeah, and it's so when they leave, we're, we're gonna start doing Smoky Mountain again. <laughs> I don't know, Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, and next match is the Samoan Savage versus the Z-Man. The Z-Man wins because the Samoan Savage threw Z-Man over the top rope. Doc, any thoughts from that? Man, I appreciate that they're they're doing stuff like this on free TV because this wasn't done a lot in our, our earlier youth. 
And, you know, they had Rotundant Rich, and now they have these guys, and, you know, upper mid-card-ish kind of folks. But I don't care. But I figured something out. What did you figure out? Maybe what Z-Man needs for me to care about him is a tag team partner. Oh. Oh, oh there he is. <laughs> what, the what the heck was that? Well, that just brought some excitement. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine being some old haggard broad getting a rope shot at you with that face? Imagine just turning on the light at 2 in the morning and that's staring at you. Bruh. I gotta make, I gotta make a gif, a gif, or whatever they call it, of of this four or five seconds. This is glorious. That motherfucker looks like some sort of crack-addled hamburglar. (laughs) Fucking Yosemite Sam with the nasty Adderall addiction. I am making a gif or whatever they call it of this tonight before I go to sleep because the next, I'm going to play it again. The next four seconds are glorious, pitiful and ridiculous all in one. Look at him. Jesus, look at that face. Uh, he really is a ginger Lou Albano. Uh, yeah. Dude. And he's, he's beat red. Oh, my God. That's terrible. All right. Well, we had some entertainment from the match. Humperdink made his uh, skeet shooting face. Mm. Let's keep moving. Um, Doc, uh, where am I at? The Samoan Savage uh, threw Z-Man over the top. Z-Man wins. Yes, Z-Man is going to have a tag team partner soon. Ugh, is all I got from that. We then go to a promo where it's definitely out of the blue because woman... Teddy Long and Nitron, and and I'm not playing it because it's so very short, but Woman tells us she's partnered with Teddy Long to help get back at the Steiners and the Road Warriors, and this is some, I guess you can call the official, unofficial handoff of Doom to Teddy. Doc, any thoughts? I don't get it, but whatever. She's looking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, you got that right. Oh yeah, put the camera down a little bit. Stop! Mm-hmm. Come on, why not? Yeah. Don't grow up. No, Do I'm here like... to see it. I'm here to see it, pal. Act your age. I mean, Jesus. I we are. We're dirty old men. Yeah, I can't help it. Doc, you got to tell Hopper off air what you and I found out today. Okay. But we cannot share that on air. It's too. Who's gay? God, <laughs> nothing. What I would just. What is say wrong that? with you? We don't care. This has nothing to do with that. This is something completely different. But we found out something today that's just uh, not wrestling related, but it is amazing. Uh, so our audience wouldn't care anyway. But anyway, uh, we go to the next match. We got Doom with Woman. So Doom's still with Woman here, uh, even though Woman just passed them off to Teddy. So, yeah, airtight brother versus Ricky Nelson and William Bell. Sullivan, Jr. again, team, they, they tease, you know, who who's doomed? They both say, I think we know who they are. Should we tell everybody? And they're joking and playing and ha ha, it's funny. 
Norman comes out and he gets a Polaroid and takes some pictures of woman and Doom wins. And when God, Norman, bro. I know. Go ahead, Harper. What are you it, thinking? What is she wearing? Is that lingerie? I don't think so. I don't well, think so. That's a corset. Yeah, like those old Western women. Yeah, I think you're on to something with that, Harper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, do black I love, do black women get all Harper, dressed up like that, Mike? I love when Harper agrees. He goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> Say that again, Doc. Do black women get all dressed up like that, or is it just like? I should ask you. Do, do I mean this is wrestling, but in real life, do white women get all dressed up like that? I, I don't know. I'm asking. No, they don't. God, your life sucks, man. I know, huh? Yeah. Dang. I mean, what does Harper care? He's circle, circle, dot, dotting on the first or second night anyway. You don't need no clothes. Yeah, on. just go straight to the finish. <laughs> That's right. Why waste time here, man? Super kick when the bell rings. Dude, he's like the young bucks. He's ding, ding, super kick party. I mean, you know. He's like, are you ready? And Harper takes her, takes her head off with super kick. <laughs> God, that's nice, Hopper. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, after Doom went... Well, Doc, do you have any thoughts on Doom? I just wonder if they're getting beat here. Um, No. Norman the Lunatic in the next match is going to take on the Cuban Assassin in a special bounty match. $350 is on the line. That's Norman's going to... Norman's going to win with a leg drop, and he wins $350 of Teddy Long's money. This oh, is beyond stupid, and I've got no other comments about it. Harper? I fast-forwarded. In fairness, you have said, like, four weeks ago, you were no longer watching this nonsense with Norman. Harper, did you have anything? I didn't watch this. Well, <laughs> we, then, we then get a promo from Norman where he says... He's got his bear, and he's talking about his bear, and he mentioned he got pictures of woman, and he says something about he's got a heart, and if your heart is with me, I'm here for you. He literally said that in the interview. And I had no reaction, and I kept going. We then go to a Starcade 89 report with Jim Ross and Jim Cornette and Terry Funk, who were on commentary. Got a little report there. Uh, we then get a promo, a quick one, from the Road Warriors and Paul Ellering from Starcade, where Hawk calls Gordon Soley the Dean of Announcers, and I think he's right. Doc, did you have any thoughts on that? Nope. Yeah, it kind of winds down from this point of the show. They're, I don't know, it's, I think they were filling time, yeah. and I'm kind of disappointed in the Starcade report, to be honest with you, because if I was yes. a kid and I saw this, I'm like, that's not really a report. Y'all talked and had a couple of segments, but... I didn't really learn anything. I guess I did, but I didn't. I don't know. I, I would also catch Gordon call it Super Shock instead of Future, Future Shock. Shock. Yes, Kayfabe he was brother, probably having type. one too many with Herd. How many uh, glasses of gin had he had at that point? That Not glass? Why he drinking it by the glass? <laughs> Straight from the bottle, son. Speaking of gin, do either one of y'all drink gin? No, no. Been no, on I'm gin not... and juice. No. Harper, no. Do you drink gin? No. Dude, it's that is there. the nastiest liquor on the planet. It's gross. It's for Ugh. old men. I <laughs> yeah. smell. Remember, you remember the Utah Jazz coach Jerry Sloan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to always think that he had a glass of gin underneath his chair on the bench. He, he just looked did. like a gin drinker. <laughs> 
He did. He looked like a gin drinker. Damn. So All right. Tough old bastard. I, man, gin is gross, bro. Real what were you about so you typical gin, gin drinker is some old guy that looks like he wears Old Spice and tries to puke with Saber. <laughs> or some old broad that looks, her face looks like a fucking leather handbag. Like a, like a fucking saddle? Yes. After the Road Warriors and Paul Ellering. She's, go to- sh- she's sucking down Virginia Slims by the carton. Oh, yeah. I'll pick you up in the mall afterwards. <laughs> I can see Bruh, that we're gonna talk about this on the pre-show next she week, pull, Doc. She pulls up and that that her car is just <laughs> filled with smoke and the ashtrays is filled with butts. Yeah. We're what gonna talk gross, about what a gross old twine. <laughs> we're gonna talk about this next week on our pre-show because we talked about the Austin documentary on the pre-show this week, but next week we're going to talk about the Piper one. But y'all are talking about old women, and I swear Greg Valentine looks like the woman from Throw Mama from the Train. Oh, my yeah. God. Doesn't he really? Yeah. Dude. I mean, he looks he just, just like her. He just can't leave he the legend alone. He looks like he's going to go chase the goon and he's down a fucking hole. <laughs> Dude, he, he does. does. <laughs> he looks just... I don't remember her name. Her name was Mama Fratelli in, in the Goonies, yeah. but I don't know her real name. <laughs> You're real disrespectful to the history. He looks like Mama Fratelli. It's it's terrible. <laughs> you know, like, he looks just like her. Warriors, you notice how what? Sting and the Road Warriors are not super excited about what they've just accomplished here? Not, a, not at all. Like, we're talking over it, but Sting's cutting a promo with Gordon after the Road Warriors, and Sting is super-duper laid back. Um, He... Talks to Soli about getting a future NWA world title shot, but it's nothing like there's no amped up like, hey, I just won the Super Bowl or something or the NBA title or the you know MLB championship. There's none of that feeling. It's just, yeah, you know, ho hum, yeah, get a title shot. Well, we gotta I, get, we gotta get, try to catch some food on the way out of town because we gotta drive 400 miles to the next town. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to get the stickies afterwards. Whatever that place is. What's Rock that place called? Wants, Rock Card Rick wants to ride with me, but that doesn't seem like a good idea. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you have issues. Yeah, and that's how they um that's how they wrap up, man. And well they do go back to JR and Cornet and Funk to close out the show, but it gets cut off and that is how this thing ends. You know, the um uh, the review. Look at that face uh, JR's making right there, Doc. Do you think that's the <laughs> that's the money shot? How would you, you ever seen Broad getting double teamed by Corny and JR and that's their faces? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, it's, let me tell y'all, I'm going to break, I'm going to break a little uh, kayfabe for a second. Well, he's did. telling me, he's telling me earlier, you know, maybe sometimes I need to tone it down. And then he gets on the show tonight and there's no tone it down. It's let me ratchet it up some more. <laughs> well. I set a high bar for myself, and I know what the army wants, and I know what they like, and I come to please. Oh I'm my god! For, I'm out here for the people. I'm not. I'm not here for the money. Look at that face, Jr. <laughs> All right, I had to. I had to fast forward a little. 
But okay, uh, that's how they close the show, and that is uh, that is how the December 16th episode of Saturday Night on TBS will end. We're going to hand out the Rolex and do all those things and the things we normally do in a second. Before we do so, I want to remind you, please don't forget to use the Amazon Associates link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. It is a great way to support this show without spending anything extra. Uh, if you're already shopping on Amazon, you'll get the show gets a little bit of kickback in return when you use the Amazon Associates link. So thank you for using that link. Remember to give that link to the wives, girlfriends, boyfriends whatever you have in your life and tell them to use it every time they shop on amazon tinyurl.com slash btc amazon and if you didn't hear it at the beginning of the show we did a special pre-show tonight where we talked about the stone cold steve austin documentary on a and e and we also talked about the mick foley hidden treasures or most wanted treasures show that they're doing now on a and e as well whole pre-show on those episodes is up now for your listening pleasure along with 300 other patreon exclusive shows at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt all right doc it's time to hand out a rolex and do a rating why don't you go first why don't you rate it first hmm this was a complex rating a lot went into this so i'm gonna go ahead and just throw it out there and say this was a b plus a b plus i'm shocked i thought you were gonna give it something worse yeah. Mark, cactus was out there. Ole and Arn are back. What are y'all? What's wrong with y'all? Okay, fair enough. Um, I'll go next, and I agree with you. Um, I'm going to give it a B plus as well. I just thought that you know you're usually salty, so I thought you would give it a little. No, rating. no, no. I, I call it right down the middle. And okay. there was you know some more promos that we could sink our teeth into tonight, which is why we did this show in the fucking first place. That's right, Harper. What are you going to rate it? I give it a B. B? C Harbor's the one that hates wrestling and yeah. America. Um, so now we need to turn around and uh, hand out the Rolex. I, I gave mine away earlier. I gave it to Flair after that Flair and Luger segment. Doc, who are you giving yours to? Man, I want to give it to Rick, but I'm afraid he would just turn around and take it down to Car Shield and show all the workers down there. <laughs> Hopper, have you seen those Car Shield commercials with him? No. Rick is they're doing pl- car shield commercials, and it's weird. They're playing them That's on A and E. Insurance thing, huh? Like, if, yeah, like the warranty or something. Yeah, they're playing them. They're they showing them on A and E. Chop one of the workers in the break room. Oh God! All it's right. a train wreck. I think I find it hilarious. <laughs> Save Doc- your money, kids. <laughs> Save your money, kids. Don't get into this fucking crypto bullshit. Put that shit in into the end of the market. In reliable companies, <laughs> Bitcoin. No, God, no. no, it's too expensive now. You saw the fucking NFL player put his whole salary in. Uh, yes, and yes. he's he's a finance dude. Yeah, he may know something. I think I'm gonna cash mine out and put it all in in that. Sure, right. Okay, so Doc, who are you giving your Rolex to? Uh, well, even if he takes it to, down to Car Shield, I'm gonna go with Rick because he was great. Harper, what about you? I'm giving it to Lex. I had a feeling you might go that route, and I actually think there's uh, something to that. He's a Lex, man. Harper's a Lex, Mark, for real. I mean, I think he's really great. I I think this is his best time. Oh, that's for sure. There's no question about that. This is his best fucking time of his fucking career. Lex is is right here. Yeah, he's been exceptional yes. the last year, man. I mean, there's no if ands, or buts about it. All right, so on that note, uh, before we get out of here, I want to remind you, if you haven't done so, don't forget to email Hopper at chrishopper16wildcat at gmail.com. Yeah. 
because uh, he is still doing his video shout outs, life advice, relationship advice, and shout outs to your friends and family members. So make sure you send him an email. Chris Harper 16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And after you email him and tell him what you want in your video shout out, life advice, relationship advice, or you know, you want to tell your wife to that you hate her, whatever it is, make sure you PayPal him. That way he can then record it. You can PayPal him the $20 at CC30388CC at Yahoo.com. If you missed any of that, you can get it in the show description. I've got all the information there, his email and PayPal address. Uh, for you to enjoy uh doc uh, you got anything before we get out of here hey i didn't get blown up tonight i am shocked because you are the master of uh blowing up yourself no. i think i figured out something okay well i didn't do any drinking tonight. well that is definitely a rarity yeah i was out of beer and just i was like you know i'll drink water tonight whatever Maybe that's why I didn't blow up. I mean, it's not going to stop me from drinking on future shows. It's just something I noticed tonight. Don't get used to this. I'm going to be blowing up over in the corner next week. Just pitiful. <laughs> can't breathe. All right, Hopper. Anything from you before we get out of here? No. Well, on that note, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Book in the Territory. Go follow us on Twitter at BTT underscore podcast. And that's that. That's all I got. Fuck it, bitch.